Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you might be joining us. Welcome to the Purpose and Beyond Podcast. I'm your host, Kelly R. Jackson, and let's just get right into it. As we always do, this is our Monday morning discipleship segment, and uh, we appreciate you all for checking us out um, over the last few weeks, and uh, we believe that you're being blessed by. And so we're going to go right on ahead and get into this uh, Monday morning discipleship on today. We want to speak to you from the subject, don't go back the way you came. Don't go back the way you came. And again, we like to do this Monday morning discipleship to try to keep you in the mode of discipleship, praying uh, that you receive something on Sunday, uh, receive the word from the Lord that uh, we would like to help you carry uh, that same mentality, uh, not necessarily the same word, but the same mentality uh, on into the rest of your week. So we will talk about today. Don't go back the way you came in. And uh, the Lord gave this to me. I actually had something else uh, that I had written down that I was going to talk about, but the Lord impressed upon me to go in this direction. So we will push that one back uh, till next week and we'll give you a preview uh, at the end of this podcast. But don't go back the way you came. Um, I- I'm speaking to that uh, in relation to how we came into the house of the Lord, how we came into church. Now, again, many of us will come to church uh, carrying a lot of issues. We're carrying a lot of things. We're carrying a lot of baggage. Um, but some of us have come to church, uh, looking for a change. Some of us have come into church and, and, and we don't like what we've been into. Uh, particularly people who will come and, uh, uh, join the body of Christ will, will say, listen, I don't like what I've been into. I don't like what I've been doing. And Lord, I need to change. Uh, some of us will come to church and say, Lord, I need to change. And so I want to talk to you all from the day uh, today, rather from that place. Don't go back the way you came. Whatever it is that you came into the church on Sunday, you said, Lord, I want to release this. Lord, I want to be delivered from this. Lord, I don't want to be that person anymore. I'm saying to you don't go back the way you came, meaning don't go back out the door the way you came in the door. And we say that oftentimes in church, but it really is a true statement. Um, um, you ought to be different. Amen. You ought, you ought not to be the same way. You ought not to leave the church the same way you came in. Something should have happened in church. And I believe that if you're attentive and you're in the spirit, something is going to happen. And, and if nothing is happening every time you go to church and you leave out the same way you came in, um, first of all, you want to check your spirit. Because because I want to say this, and this is not even in the notes today, but the, the, the spirit is just telling me to say this. Uh, first thing, check your spirit. So often we'll leave a church because we think nothing's happening. We'll go to another church and we'll feel the same way. Nothing's happening over here either. Uh, the first thing you need to do is check your spirit because sometimes there's something happening, but you didn't come in the right spirit. So you can't receive what's happening. You come in there with a the mindset that you're not going to get uh, what you came for. And so you wind up going to another church and another church. You say, I'm going to keep going until something happens. But the first thing you need to do is check your spirit because something might be happening where you are. And and, and let's be honest. Sometimes you're right. There isn't anything happening because I I believe it's every church that's open. It's not open in the name of Jesus. Every church that is open is not open really to do God's business. Some churches are open to do their business. And so I understand that, but always want to make sure that you check your spirit. So don't go back the way you came. I want to read some scripture from you all, for you all rather on today. I want to read some scripture and then we're going to give you a few principles like we always do. And then we're going to get on out the way, out the way on this Monday morning. I'm going to read to you uh, from the book of Ephesians. I'm going to read Ephesians chapter four, and I'm going to read verses 21 through 32. That is Ephesians chapter four, and I'm going to read verse 21 all the way down to the end of the chapter. As usual, I'm going to read from the New Living Translation because I want to make sure that we get it and our understanding and that is clear. And so let me start here. Ephesians chapter four, verse 21, New Living Translation. It says, 
Since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, throw off your old sinful nature and your former way of life, which is corrupted by lust and deception. Instead, let the spirit renew your thoughts and attitudes. Put on your new nature, created to be like God, truly righteous and holy. Verse 25 says, stop telling lies. Let us tell our neighbors the truth, for we are all parts of the same body. And don't sin by letting anger control you. Don't let the sun go down while you're still angry. For anger gives a foothold to the devil. If you are a thief, quit stealing. Instead, use your hands for good hard work and then give generously to others in need. Don't use foul or abusive language. Let everything you say be good and helpful so that your words will be an encouragement to those who hear them. And do not bring sorrow to God's Holy Spirit by the way you live. Remember, he has identified you as his own, guaranteeing that you will be saved on the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, harsh words, and slander, as well as all types of evil behavior. Verse 32 says, instead, be kind to each other, tenderhearted, forgiving one another, just as God through Christ has forgiven you. And so there we see in Ephesians, Paul is telling uh, telling us, don't go back the way you came. He says, put off all of the things that you used to be. Get rid of all of the things that you used to be. Walk away from that old person that you used to be. We, we talked a few podcasts back about that new creature in Christ, right? He says, get rid of all that stuff and don't go back to what you used to do. So I'm going to give you a few principles and then we're going to get out the way on today. And I hope that you all are being blessed by this so far. The first thing I want you to know is that freedom is a mindset, not a place. So again, let, let, let's be clear. When we're under the old way, when we're, we're suffering from that old nature that we had, we're struggling with that old nature. We're dealing with who we used to be. Look at all the things that we saw uh, here in the, in the text on today when it talks about us uh, not only changing how we live, but change our language, change our actions, change all the things that we do and, and, and not be angry and not let the devil uh, get a foothold in our life. Freedom is a mindset. Paul is telling us, just as he did in Romans 12 and 1 and 2, he, 1 and 2 rather, he talks about the renewing of our mind. Freedom is a mindset. It's not a place. Why is that important? Listen, you can come into the church all you want, but if your mind don't change, this is what I just talked about earlier when I said your spirit needs to be right when you come into the church or you're not going to get anything anyway. Or whatever you get, it might just be emotional. It might be a fleshly thing, right? Listen, if you come into the church with a wrong mindset, chances are you're still going to leave the church bound. If you come in thinking that that, that nothing's going to happen, if you come in saying, I'm, I'm really not here to change, I'm really not here to be delivered, watch this, I'm here to take a break from my sin, and then when I leave, I'm going to go back and do the same things I was doing before. If you come in with the wrong mindset, then you're still going to leave bound. Freedom is a mindset. You have to think like somebody who's free. I'm no longer bound by sin, right? And it's the devil that wants us to believe that we're bound by the rules of the church or the rules of the Bible. No, you're bound by sin because as much as you try to break away from it, it keeps coming back to get you, right? It's got you in the grips. It's got you in the chains. The truth of the matter is, as Christians, we still have free will. We can do whatever we want. But we choose to follow Jesus. We choose to live a life as a Christian. So you have to change your mindset. You've got to decide in your own mind. I won't live this way no more. I don't want to be this person anymore. 
I want to let this go. And so freedom is in fact a mindset, right? It is not a place. The next thing I want you to get in your spirit here is the best thing that you can be for those that are still enslaved is an example. So we, we talk all the time about the church isn't this and the church isn't that, and they're not doing this down to the church and so on and so forth. Listen, as, as, I, as we like to stress all the time, we are the church. Church is not the pastor. Church is not the usher board. Church is not, it's all of us. It's a collective, right? We are the body of Christ. We are the church. And so what you and I need to do, child of God, if we, if we, when we come into the church, when we come to the knowledge of Jesus Christ, when we come in, and Paul started this off uh, right there, right? He, he talks about the fact that since you now know Jesus, since you, since you have heard about Jesus and have learned the truth that comes from him, now that you've been introduced to Jesus, you need to live a life as an example of Christianity. You need to be an example. You need to be a living example. Again, a living sacrifice. Again, Romans 12, 1 and 2, present your bodies as a living sacrifice. The best thing that we can do for people that are still enslaved, meaning people that are still wrestling with what they're wrestling with, with people who are still dealing with what they're dealing with, with people who are still trying to be yet delivered. The best thing that we can do is be an example. So when they see our lives, they'll say, how did you get free? How did you break the chains? How did you get past lying and stealing and, and, and talking in a way that's, that's, that's not, uh, uh, Christ-like? How did you get out of all of this stuff? Be an example. So when they see your light, when, when the Bible tells us to let our light shine, when they see you living that way, they're going to say, how can I get some of what you got? And so again, the best thing that we can be for those that are still enslaved is an example. We need to show them that there is a benefit living for Christ. There's a benefit to living a Christian lifestyle. There's a benefit to being who we are in Christ and and, and not make church and and serving God seem like a burden and not make it seem like, oh, we wish we could be out here still doing the same things that we used to do. Amen. And so the best thing that we can be for those that are enslaved is an example. We have to be an example. We have to be a living example of what it is to be a servant of Christ. Last thing, and we use the last principle, and then we're going to get out the way here. Now that you are free, don't go back to what enslaved you. Now that you are free, now that you're off the plantation. I did a show one time on my radio broadcast where I talked about coming off the plantation. And we had that conversation about slavery, again, being a mindset. Now that you're free, don't go back to what enslaved you. It makes no sense, child of God, that we would be free, that God would deliver us from some of the things that he delivers us from. And then we go back to that same thing. And, and listen, many times we call ourselves going back to help somebody else get free. We call ourselves going back and, and we're trying to really trying to fool God and say, no, I'm just trying to help some folks. Listen, when you've been delivered from something and it had you bound and it had you enslaved, best thing for you to do is stay away from that thing. Stay away from that thing. The, 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 the struggle that you and I, I, I make and the mistake rather that, that you and I make. And, and again, I'm going to be done after this. Uh, the mistake that we make is thinking that we're stronger than we actually are. Listen, there are some things that God delivered you from and it didn't take a whole lot of work. There's some stuff that you let go and you let go kind of easy. But there's some other things that God had to pull you out of that it was a struggle. As I often like to tell people, there's some places that God had to come back and get you from three, four, five, six times. There's some stuff that God had to keep pulling you out of because you kept saying, I'm never doing it again. And by the weekend, you was back into it again. There's some stuff that that, that it took a lot to get you out of. When you get free, because anybody that's been enslaved, it takes some work to get you free. 
Listen, it took some work to get the children of Israel out of Egypt. It took some work for black people to get free. And in some ways, they're still trying to enslave us. It took some work for us to get to where we are as free people. Listen, when you realize how much work it takes to get free, last thing you should want to do is go back to what enslaved you. The last thing you want to do when it took all that time that it took and all that prayer and meditation and fasting and all of the things that it took for you to get the stronghold of that sin broken in your life, for you to be free from that thing that had you bound. Don't you dare go back to the thing that enslaved you. It makes no sense whatsoever. You ought to want to stay away from that plantation. You ought to want to stay away from that thing that had you bound. You ought to want to go in another direction. It makes no sense. Now that you are free, don't go back to what enslaved you. Don't go back the way you came. However, you came to Jesus. And we like to say this these days. I came to Jesus. And, and, you know, we, we say it in, in song. I came to Jesus as I was. And, and we like to tell people, come as you are. Come as you are. But what I always like to add to that, come as you are, but don't stay as you are. You can come as you are. God will receive you. And by the way, Another subject for another time that has nothing to do with your wardrobe and everything to do with your condition. When, when we say come as you are, come however you are, come whatever you've been into, come on in the house. But you ought not leave the same way. You ought not go back the same way you came. And by the way, and this, this is what I wanted to preview for you all. Next week, we're going to talk about how we need to be patient with new converts. That's our podcast for next Monday morning. How we need to be patient with new converts. Don't go back the same way you came, but you're still going to have some work to do when you go back. You know, all of your problems ain't going to be solved with one trip to the church. All your your issues ain't going to go away with one Bible class. You got to keep working at it. It's a daily thing. It's a daily thing. And you got to get up every day and you got to say, I choose. I choose to not be bound anymore. I'm going to keep going back to church. I'm going to keep going to Bible class because I need a change in my life. I'm not coming here for anybody else. I'm not coming here to see anybody else. I'm coming here to have an encounter with Jesus. And I believe that if you have an encounter with Jesus, you won't go back the same way you came. Read your Bible. Everybody that had an encounter with Jesus, they went back different than they were when they came to him. So listen, I hope that you were blessed by this week's Monday morning discipleship. Again, next week, we're going to talk about this, being patient with new converts. That's going to be our, our, our next week podcast. I was going to do that this week, but the Lord impressed upon me to, to, to deal with this. Don't go back the way you came. And it's really kind of in the same vein. And so I, I'm, I'm glad I listened to the Holy Spirit because we actually were able to set it up. And then we can deal with new converts on next week. And so I hope that you all enjoyed uh, this Monday's Monday Morning Discipleship. Let me give you our tag very quickly. Again, if you'd like to follow the ministry, if you'd like to check up on us and keep track of what we're doing, ministry's website is www.krjministries.org. Again, that's www.krjministries.org. If you stop by there, we do believe that you will be blessed. If you'd like to purchase any of our written works, we encourage you to stop by our publishing website. Publishing website is www.krjpublishing.com. That's www.krjpublishing.com. And believe me, if you stop by there, I do believe that you will be blessed. We also encourage you to subscribe to the podcast. Again, uh, share it with your friends. Tell somebody about it. Share it on your social media page. Uh, we do believe that it will bless you and bless somebody else. 
Again, go ahead and hit the subscribe button wherever you listen on iTunes, Google Play. If you're listening on Spotify, if you're listening on SoundCloud, Stitcher, wherever you're listening to us, go ahead and and subscribe to us so that you can keep up with us and you can get this word every time uh, we we're releasing it. Amen. Amen. Listen, that's all the time that we have for our Monday morning discipleship. And we hope that you all were blessed by and we will see you all on next time. Be blessed.